Well, howdy there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Witch Please Radio. This is episode 46. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah, it's uh, this is a hoedown right now. Um, this week the theme is Gunslinger, and uh, I, one of the best themes we've ever had from the random theme generator. I was really pumped about it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, somehow, based on the guests we chose, well, not somehow. I mean, we knew who we were choosing for guests, but it ended up being like a very wrestling theme show. Uh, one of our guests is professional wrestler Ola Adam Knight, who has been doing. I mean, he goes into great detail about wrestling. We got, I actually learned a lot. Yep. Um, about kind of how it works as someone just starting out to do it and then you know where he's been he's been to asia he's been to the states he's been all over canada doing it so uh he's got a pretty interesting story and he's an author yeah so interesting all-around dude yeah he's got a new book out so he's i mean he's done he's on the show promoting that he's talking about wrestling talking about some of his experiences and then the other guest was uh employee of the month from def wish records who uh you know we seem to have this ongoing thing with where we keep getting their get their their uh rappers on the show but uh he has a new album called thunder slut punch which, <laughs> I mean, one word, is an amazing album. I love it. Like, it's a great album title. Apparently, it's a wrestling move, the Thunder Slut Punch. And um, his whole his whole thing is uh, each song on the record, um, like, uses a sample of a wrestler's entrance music. Yes. So there's, I mean, I'm not really a wrestling guy. I learned a lot from the show. But, uh, I mean, I guess if you are someone who's really into that stuff, this is a good show for you to listen to and his album would have lots of hidden treasures, I guess, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and he performed live on the show, which was great. So, this is uh, the first time we've tried, uh, like, a really loud rap show, I guess. We, we had Bird of Prey on before, and he just kind of did an improvised thing over a little kid's keyboard beat, uh, like, 25 episodes ago or something. But this is this was, like, a full-on... Yeah. Full-on live thing. So Pretty pretty awesome song. Yeah, it's a pretty good song, yeah. So, <laughs> so look, look forward to that at the end of the show. And uh, if you want to find us on the internet, which is where you presumably found us now because this part doesn't exist Unless you're hiding in my basement you're probably on the internet yeah probably so uh uh there's a podcast thing uh at the top menu bar it says podcasts in capital letters click on that all the previous episodes are there for free download and streaming uh with lists of who the guests are why they're notable if they are notable uh, you know. some more unnotable guests. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. um, well, We have a few. We have a few unnotable <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's arguable that all of them are unnotable, but, uh, you know. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so go there Glad and download everyone. the previous episodes. <laughs> um, and uh, you can go to, you follow us on Twitter at WitchPoliceFM, and you can find us on Facebook.com slash WitchPoliceRadio. And uh, we're on UMFM 101.5 on Monday nights at 11 p.m. Central Time. Mm-hmm. You can also stream that live uh, if you're not in Winnipeg, or if you are in Winnipeg and don't have a radio, at uh, umfm.com. And they are, uh, yeah, we encourage everyone to support UMFM's pledge drive, which may or may not be happening by the time you hear this. But um, we'll have stuff up on Witch Police about it on our Facebook page about it uh, once it, it kicks in at the end of October. And you can always go to umfm.com too to find out more about how you can support. Um, a really good local campus community radio station. So here it is, episode 46. Enjoy the show. Oh, hey, host John just cutting in once more here. Um, when this is airing is also when UMFM 101.5 is doing their pledge drive. Uh, they were nice enough to offer us a time slot. Uh, we're on, of course, Mondays at 11, as, as we've mentioned. Um, and we'd love it if uh, some of our listeners would support the station and just local radio in general. Uh, so for info on how you can do that, go to umfm.com. Thanks. Enjoy the show. All right, you UFC motherfuckers. You think you're fucking tough? Bring it on! should meet my fucking girlfriend's dad. He's coming over for supper. You little 
Folks better recognize what you're getting into Cause I know a guy and I know where he'll send you You have a big fam, I don't give a fuck Cause I know a guy who'll run you with his cousin's truck You better believe that's just a story Drink a limp buddy with a souped up go-kart This motherfucker is even power smart if you're just fooling my girls, daddy give you a new definition of tooling Just to get your ass in, that means packing But just head psycho, just gonna, gonna be cracking Shoot, 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 reload Shoot, 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 reload Shoot, 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 reload Shoot, 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 reload You better not be fucking with me Cause this dude's daughter really wants me You better not be fucking with me Cause this dude's daughter really likes me Call you on your shit if you act dead to kill you slow like aspartame Fuck your box cutter, yeah, I seen it like he means it Yeah, tough, well, he ain't gonna fight you He's in a tree making faggot mating calls And then he'll snipe you Station ready, back to dizzying High St. Jeff Fox, what the dinner last night? Talking shit all day, you getting kinda loud How you gonna give me a Kimura with a 22 in your mouth? In the garage, turning you into three inch sausage links Each or two inches bigger than your dink Motherfucker, fuck a switchblade, that shit ain't right He's gonna stab you 20 different ways with a Swiss Army knife Shoot, 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 reload Shoot, 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 reload. Shoot, 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 reload. Shoot, 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 reload. You better not be fucking with me, cause this dude's daughter really wants me. You better not be fucking with me, cause this dude's daughter really likes me. You better not be fucking with me, cause this dude's daughter really wants me. You better not be fucking with me, cause this dude's daughter really likes me. Welcome to uh, Witch Police Radio. Yeah, this is episode number 46, I think. 40-something. 40 46, I'm guessing. That Mid-40s. That would be my guess, 46. Yeah. 40s. Spoke to buy Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right near the midlife crisis point here right on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you haven't listened to the show, I mean, I don't know why you tuned in today, but um, the, the premise is that we have a randomly generated theme word, and um, the hosts and the guests play songs related to the word, however they can make the connection. And then we kind of go from there. And uh, so today, the theme word that the computer spat out at us was gunslinger, which is pretty amazing. I mean, we've had some some terrible yeah. words, and that one, <laughs> and, that, and that one popped up, and it's just like, yes, <laughs> this is too gonna be easy. Out- yeah, it's gonna be yeah. outstanding. So um, <laughs> better than marshmallow. A marshmallow theme would have sucked. A marshmallow might not be so bad, actually. Well, <laughs> Campfire songs. Yeah, campfire, campfire songs, songs for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be all right. Fine. Well, yeah, that's next week. Yeah, but so we'll if you're wondering who these voices are, yeah, I'm Sam. I'm one of the regular hosts, and I'm here with John. I'm also, also a regular, regular host. host. Uh, our third regular host, Rob Crooks, is not here today. Uh, and I know this will play like weeks after this happens, but he's doing some really interesting stuff right now on uh, CKUW for the uh, UW Freestyle Festival. Yeah. Nice. So um, hopefully we can find a way to put links to that up on the I'm on sure it's going to be, uh, they probably even have a page for it, but if yeah. not, there'll be we'll, a we'll, CKW We'll link page. you to it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty yep. cool rap history stuff he's doing. So uh, Rob's not here, but we have two guests here today, which is great. Um, and we have Mr. Employee of the Month hey. uh, from Def Wish Records. And uh, Def Wish has been pretty heavily represented on the show in the past. We've... Uh, Kind of just fluked into getting a few of you guys, and then we just yeah. keep getting more. Um, Doesn't end, man. It's like, <laughs> it's awesome. Like I, I really, I think I've said this on some of the other shows too. For the longest time, I didn't know what the hell to think about Death Wish. Like I would see yeah. videos pop up here and there and stuff, and it just seemed like, is it real? Is it a joke? <laughs> like, I think we weren't and, sure either at yeah. the time. So, but like yeah. I, I totally love it now. Like I was watching that pizza show they did. Today, oh yeah, yeah, just before I came here. It's brilliant. It's, it's hilarious. Sweet, yeah. man. Good. Yeah, I did that last week. So yeah, awesome. Like, awesome. Were you watching it live? No, I was watching YouTube. Yeah, oh, it's on YouTube already. Shit. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah, they have a pizza show. Um, 
Rock Trumbath, who was one of our guests on episode 31, um, he has a pizza show, like a video talk show where they make like pizza. More, this is, this it's like, like a cooking show. No, no, it's like a show. It's like a cooking show, right? Well, like, it's, it's kind of like a talk show, I guess. He's like a guest <laughs> and there's a bartender and, he, and he's cooking pizza meanwhile. And like the guest brings a, a It's pizza. really good. It, it's just ridiculous, but it's just, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm kind of I'm jealous that I haven't been invited to be on it yet. <laughs> I, gotta go, I gotta get on the show, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure, yeah. I'll, oh, you guys will get over yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, you have a new album out called Thunderslut Punch. Yeah. Which is a great album title. Thanks, uh, man. It's all uh, wrestling themes. It's pretty wicked that we got the wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That is, I've got to hear this. Turn that up with me, right? So, and then that goes into our other guest is who is outlaw adam knight who is uh not only a wrestler but also an author not, among other things among other things yeah yes yeah. Uh, so i'm um, a fighter i love long walks on the beach and you know and all that other stuff I'm taking my dogs for a walk it's all good and wrestling the dogs or no i the dogs kick my ass <laughs> i really don't think that's a good that's not a good plan i have them for security and uh yeah for eating me out of house and home but it's right. all right mm-hmm. so yeah and you have, a, you have a book out that just yeah came out. i do what's yeah. yeah what's the deal with that um before I got into wrestling or anything like that, I was always into writing and storytelling yeah. and uh, things of that nature. It's uh, how you and I met at first. For sure, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We went through college and communications yeah. together. Yeah. And uh, in the last couple of years, you know, um, <clears throat> after getting disheartened, you know, and traveling the world and, you know, seeing a lot of really cool stuff, you yeah. get a lot of cool ideas. And I'm really into uh, uh, urban fiction, uh, things like, you know, like Lee Child is a... What's the guy's name? Jack Reacher series. Right, I also right, like right. urban fantasies, like uh, Jim Butcher's Dresden Files, and I had an idea to sort of represent like a, a melding of the two, uh, and basing here in Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool. It's a uh, book's called Cowboy Ending. It's uh, it works for your theme for tonight as well. Yeah, it's, totally. It's, the yeah. Thing, yeah. 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 I've got it down as an ebook just right now. You can buy it on Amazon. You can go to Smashwords.com, which is the main site that I publish out of. Cool. You can buy it on any format you want. You can get it on BarnesandNoble.com and on your Kindle and your Kobo, all those other things. Cool. So, yeah. Hoping for a December release of not only the second book in the series, but uh, getting some hard copies as that's well. Awesome. So, that's awesome. I need to get them in local stores kind of thing? Uh, I, well, it, it'll at first be, you know, um, you know it, this is all independent, much like everything else you, you, we do here, right? I'm an independent person. I actually want, I want, I want to talk about that in a minute. But go, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, for, at first it'll be through me, yeah, <laughs> then, yeah. then hopefully it'll get picked up. So cool. We'll okay. Um, the one that, speaking of independent, I... I got to admit, I'm not huge into wrestling, right? I mean, sure. I, I, but I, I, since I've known you since college, which is like 10, 10 or more years <laughs> 10 ago. 10 years now, now yeah. I, I've, I've kind of seen, you know, social media and stuff, all these things come up. And, like, I, you know, I occasionally watch the videos or whatever and check out what, what it is you're doing. And sure. in preparation for the show, I watched a bunch of your footage on your YouTube channel. Oh, sweet. Thank you. And um, I'll explain my, why, why my hits went up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by, like, one view, yeah. Hey, man, I'll take it. But the one thing that I noticed just from watching it, I mean, maybe I'm wrong about this, but it seems like the way that you guys are doing this kind of independently in Winnipeg sure. is very similar to being in a punk band. Oh, yeah. And it, it kind of like you guys are playing in bars. It looks like it's all very, very DIY and stuff. And uh, yeah. I, I like that. I mean, it's even though it's not something that I, I follow, I, I can definitely or definitely respect. Um, it, it, it's a tough gig. It, it's a tough gig here in Winnipeg. I've been doing this, you know, I'm in my 19th year of pro wrestling, right? That's, so, ridi- that's insane. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I've, been doing, I've been doing it since 1995. Yeah. I know yeah. it's it's, it's recalculous. But you put it all together. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is uncensored. Oh, sweet. Here. Okay, motherfucker, yeah. All right, let's get that out of the way. Um, uh, anyway, in <laughs> um, Winnipeg especially, it's, it's really hard to get, like, a lot of, you know, uh, family-friendly and all-ages venues going. Yeah. Like, you need insurance mm-hmm. uh, up the yin-yang these days. If you guys okay. do bands and stuff, yeah, you yeah. hear the same thing, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, City of Winnipeg wants like a five million dollar liability insurance. Well, I guess especially with the, like a wrestler, it's yeah. combat sport, right? Yeah, I, I get it. I, yeah. I I understand the reasoning behind yeah. it, but you know when you're trying to charge 10, 15 bucks a head and you're trying to get people out to the shows, yeah. it, it's a tough gig. Yeah. But then you go to uh, bars and stuff or entertainment lounges and cabarets that have that license or they yeah, yeah. have to provide live entertainment. Yeah. Now we've got a co-promote, right? Yeah. So it, it's a pretty sweet deal. It uh, though it does mean that you know 
we get away from a little bit of what uh, Iowa Art Wrestling was, which is like a chance to sort of entertain families and the masses and sort of right, have like an right. epic good versus evil battle right. where most of you you're you know dealing with bars and the same as the dealing with like punk bands and stuff like yeah. that. You've got rowdy ass crowds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah for rowdy sure. ass yeah, crowds yeah. that are you know I'm demanding. Drunk people. Yeah, yeah were, were you demanding. wrestling at doubles in August? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you I saw you there. I was in the cave <laughs> that time. That's right. I, I I pushed your buddy down. Yes, you yeah, kicked the right. chair. Right. That's right. I totally did. It all comes together. As soon as you said like yeah, the album of like of wrestling themes, I'm like, is this that same fucking guy? What are the odds of that? Yeah, man. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, my friend was. We're back on Saturday, by the way. Oh, cool. Right on. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, my friend was who's like the biggest wrestling freak I know. He dressed up like CM Punk and all this stuff. And he, I guess he wanted to like, I don't know, he wanted to get in the show or something. And he got right in his face as he was leaving. <laughs> oh, and like, and he just fucking threw him right down <laughs> the ground and then poured his beer on top oh, of man. him after. <laughs> this is Steve-O. I don't know if you know Steve-O. Yeah, right? Steve-O, yeah, yeah. Steve-O, yeah. And he just poured his beer after. And then Steve-O was like the happiest guy <laughs> ever. He was, like, he was like, I was part of the show. I'm glad he was in good spirits about it because, you yeah. know, every time I... The, the worst part about doing that, and you don't get to see this oftentimes with punk bands, but, you know, it's a... Sort of a guar experience where if I get people that are in too close, where yeah, I yeah, gotta yeah. I gotta shove the shit out of them sometimes, yeah, right? Sure, but he was man. getting in my face and I'm like, I'm sorry man, you're going down. Well man, <laughs> let me say to you, like that was like when I came and saw that, me and my friends were saying this to you, and we've been to like so many stupid shitty shows in my life, sure, right? Sure. And like I'm not talking about wrestling, I'm talking about like music yeah, in general, yeah. right? It's all and it's to all see like these guys that were like putting everything on the line for like not a ton of people, man. Like I don't know, maybe 50, 60 people. Oh, and, well, like, don't, don't, don't undersell. We had 100, <laughs> 150 something. Oh, really? Sorry, man. Awesome. No, no, it's awesome. We had a good. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like it was, you know, regardless, 100, you know, mm-hmm. f- you know. And, hey, we ain't getting fucking rich. Yeah, exactly, yeah. man. And you're not getting rich. And these guys are putting like everything on the yeah, line, yeah. dude. And like it was like it was a great show, like better than 90 percent of the punk shows I've seen. <laughs> like we were having a ball, man. Thank it was you, great. Do you get a lot of people coming up like thinking that oh I could do this and trying to get in on it? Like oh, I mean, shit, dude. Yeah. I mean you've done it for nineteen years, or obviously yeah. like you, you have a you get an idea about what you're doing. Yeah, I, like, I've been I've been through uh, I, I've been through like several cycles of people that that have come up and said I can yeah. do this and got out of yeah. it. And I've I, I run into guys now that come to shows that you know were trying to break in five years after I broke in yeah, that yeah. got drummed out three years later. Right? Yeah. It was like it's it's a rough gig, man. It should be a rough gig. This isn't you know, it is it is a performance art like everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Just, you know, um, instead of, you know, playing guitar until your fingers bleed or, you know, like, you know, playing drums for hours and hours and yeah. until your shoulders want to fall off, you got to get in there and you got to be physical and you got to hit the gym and yep. you got to be, yeah. you got to be all that. You got to be able to take some of the craziest insults from these people and be yeah. able to suck it up and just, sure. and just roll with it, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, yeah. it is live improvised stunt work. It is, there is nothing like pro wrestling. Yeah. It really is. It is a, it, it is a medium unto itself. I don't know how to explain it any other way, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, that the the audience like I, um, this is probably eight or nine years ago, maybe more. I was working in Verdun, Manitoba, and okay. uh, Brandon was the closest big city. Yeah. And I knew someone who was working at the TV station in Brandon, and he got tickets to see whatever WWF show was happening yeah, yeah. then, or it may have been WWE by then. I don't know what yeah, that, whatever. Same shit. And like, I, so he was like, "You want to come to this wrestling thing?" So I was like, "All right." Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I'm stuck in Verdun. This is something to do for the weekend. Yeah. And I was more almost like, the biggest shock for me was not the wrestlers but the crowd yeah like yeah. even in branded people were fucking crazy oh. like, <laughs> they, like, the guy sitting behind us was just screaming full volume the whole time <laughs> he had signs and everything and it was like an old oh, yeah. guy by himself sitting there just like fully into it it was so it was nuts like, you, know, you get a, the crowds are the best part yeah, right? I bet, yeah, <laughs> yeah the yeah. crowds are the best yeah. part it's you know the, the more inventive and the will, willingness there to you know suspend their disbelief and have some fun the more fun i'm having yeah totally yeah right yeah, you know yeah. then I'll, I'll do stupid i'll do stupider stuff if you're having a good time yeah absolutely yeah. 
And then I was watching some more of your videos, and you went to Japan with us? Is yeah, I've been I've been to Japan uh, about ten times. That's awesome. Yeah, I've, I've been uh, most of the way across Canada. I got to try to get to the Maritimes this year. Yeah. That's my goal. Um, been through most of the Midwest. I traveled uh, through the tri-state area and wrestled in there in the that's United awesome. States. Uh, I've got offers to go to Mexico, but that's just always such a risky proposition, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, hey, be the white guy that goes to Mexico. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Am I going to be staying on a resort? No. Ah, yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. think about it. I know, yeah, I've, I've had a chance to go a lot of really cool places. I've done a really a lot of really great things. Okay, so yeah, like, I mean, in terms of longevity, I mean, you've been wrestling for 19 years, but you've been rapping for quite a long time. 10 years, I think. Three-year hiatus, though, but I don't know, man. 10 years ago, I didn't, wasn't really sure what I was doing. The rap was pretty crazy back then. If you ever want to hear some of my old shit, it sounds like it's the most kind of punk rock rap you'll ever yeah. hear, I think. But well, I did think, you play in bands and stuff before? Yeah, I still play in punk bands, actually. I played drums. I was playing the drums in Knuckle Draggers for oh, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I don't know, I got some other projects doing stuff. And I played in a punk band in Japan for three years, so that's basically cool. what I was doing there and when I stopped rapping. But yeah, I know, we're just getting more serious. I guess I could talk about this album again. So um, <laughs> yeah, Thunder Slug Punch, man. Uh, new album is uh, it's all wrestling themed. Uh, every single beats uh, by my man DJ Knife in London, and he's uh, he made all the all the beats out of uh, sampled beats from wrestling themes that I picked out. Yeah. I tried to kind of match the the theme of the wrestler to the to the song, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I know. I love the title, Thunder Slow Punch, and <laughs> the cover art is awesome. Like the hell, it's, it's very uh, no limit. Um, yeah, that's yeah. that's what I go for, man. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, always. The pen and pixel, yeah. no limit stuff yeah. is is the ultimate cover. Well, that man. shit is so iconic, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's 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 so ridiculous. Like you could sit and watch pen and pixel covers, man. Yeah, like, cool, like, there's yeah. so yeah. many of them, man. They're, it's great though. It's like fine art, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and just... it's like they paid a twelve year old to do. Like, totally. Yeah, with like, Photoshop. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or MS Paint even. it's great. Yeah. Like my first book cover. Anyway, <laughs> 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 yeah, I paid a pro awesome. the second time. It's yeah. awesome. awesome. It, it pays a bit. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. Sure. yeah. No, it's, I like the aesthetic. That's about actually the thing about Death Wish that I, I always liked before I understood what it was. Yeah. I was like, I don't get is this real or not. Yeah. But yeah. I always thought this like the I mean the art is crazy and this yeah. very cool branding and stuff like with the yeah. logo everywhere and we, we try to be big and loud as much as possible yeah. for sure. And, and I north, think uh, north coast. Yeah, the north coast, <laughs> uh, the north north coast, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, like the the image we're going for is always big, and, and that's what we're, we try to do, man. Yeah. Now that it's, it's, I think it's, I don't want to say it's less crazy, but we're just getting smarter about how we do it, and we're not as drunk all the time, which really helps now. <laughs> like we're we're like thirty now, thirties yeah. now, so like yeah. we're starting to be like, okay, guys, let's start taking this seriously, yeah, finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're starting to realize like it's now or never. So yeah, and it's not what we're trying to take the craziness, but like at least I'm just saving it till the weekends, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like. I don't know. All this like attitude of drinking all the time isn't that cool when you got to work nine to five every day. For sure, day. yeah. But yeah. I just sound like an old man. Let's cut that part out. Right? <laughs> oh no, you know, this 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 whole show is like forty five episodes of me sounding like an old man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every well, time. You got kids, right? Yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Every, every single show is me. Like I don't understand how kids listen to music these days. What's wrong? What's with MP threes? <laughs> every time. So let's skip that and let's play a song. Um, so you sure. want to play something first, right? Yeah, I'm gonna uh, play uh, Gunslinger theme. Yeah, Gunslinger. So I was thinking of gangster rap, obviously, because that's what mostly I listen to. Yeah. Gangster rap. Like, I always have a motto that I try to listen to songs my parents, like, would hate, kind yeah, of still. Yeah, like, yeah. I still, I still <laughs> stay true to that yeah. in my 30s. So it's, that's why it's usually punk rock and, like, hardcore rap for yeah, me. Yeah. I, I hate rap with good messages. So um, <laughs> this is... Uh, this Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except his old stuff, man. That guy was pretty crazy, yeah, actually. Sure I don't understand. He was like, man, you should, you should, like, you should check out some of his YouTube stuff. Like, when he was, like way like way back in the day before Fresh Prince and yeah. all that stuff and like 
when he was playing live, he was kind of like edgy sometimes. Like he, I remember one time I was watching him and he goes, anyone who doesn't have AIDS, be quiet. And then, like, <laughs> so the crowd like goes crazy, that was ridiculous. and it's just like, wow, you're a bad dude, yeah. man. Like you could not get away with that these not days. Nowadays, so. some some kids just quietly, silently. <laughs> yeah. I want guys silently walking yeah. away. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I got so I got Death Certificate, one of my awesome. favorite. Yeah, it's uh, an incredible album. One of my favorite albums ever. Um, I think it came out like '92, which is also weird to think that your favorite rap albums are like 21 years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, but. Uh, this song's called, um, what's it called again? I know this. It's called uh, Man's Best Friend. Yeah. And it's uh, about um, how your, the man's best friend isn't actually a dog, it's his gun. Nice. <laughs> I'm addressing, so learn a quick lesson About your Smith & Wesson Sit your ass back and comprehend As I let you know about man's best friend Now remember, he used to be a dog like Lassie But now in 91, it's a gun If you ask me, just like a Jimmy hat's used for protection I use my nine when suckers start to flex Cause if you run up and try to play mine I'd rather have an AK than a fucking K-9 Cause if you shot your gun and my dog tried to fetch her Me and the dog's going out on a stretcher And I ain't with that, so I gotta get that Big black cat, hey man I hit that Forget about a dog, fool, he'll shit in the den Nowadays, a cat is man's best friend Story about Ice Cube uh, not that long ago, where he was, uh, you know, because you know he does like an acting all that other shit. Yeah, family fa- movies, family yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Now. yeah. Some guy was, some guy in an interview was asking him, you know, weird questions about his past, and said like, you know, Cube, who do you think is uh, you know the greatest rapper of all time? And just paused, looking, says, "It's me, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed my ass yeah. off. Like, why would you ask Ice Cube yeah. that? Yeah. It's like the dumbest question you can ask. Right? I almost don't understand why people like shit talk him for for doing these kids' movies. If I'd do it, if that was me, yeah. Like, like, I'm, I'm like 48 years old or whatever he is yeah. now. Like, someone's like, you want to do Are You There Yet 3? Yes. I mean, you, you know, can only get mocked for doing, you know, like hard rap 
stuff. So yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing, right? Noted, if, he, right? If, he, if he does put out a hardcore album now, like a hardcore gangster album, people will be like, "You're not a gangster anymore." Yeah, yeah. So like, what's he what's he gonna do? We just like well, he's got a new album coming out this year, I think. Oh, probably he does. still come out with albums. Yeah. 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 But they're more about dancing and having yeah, 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 the club, like yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 like like all those guys now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like Ice T's like a cop killer. Now he's like solving crimes. The thing is actually funny about this. Um, I started watching the first season of Law and Order. My sister had the DVD, so I borrowed it. Yeah, one of the first episodes of the first season from like 87 or whatever yeah. um, there's these uh, there's these like stereotypical thugs on the subway yeah. Yeah. and they're listening to Ice-T oh, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like how many years later did Ice-T actually get on the show <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny long, yeah. Yeah, it's, true. it's hilarious yeah. how like dumb he is like like Considering he's like a, a specialist in his field and stuff like that all the time. <laughs> on the show, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, this person's a serial rapist. Like, what's a serial rapist? You <laughs> <laughs> know, he doesn't. He has that sneer though. He yeah, just seems yeah. a stank face to people. It's like, like yeah. damn, yeah, it's yeah. messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True enough. Yeah, yeah. True enough. Just snarls at people a little bit. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good job. Yeah, it's pretty good, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, that's you see that in rap all the time. Like the people like making money off being gangsters and then they're yeah. not gangsters anymore and then what do you rap about? Yeah, yeah. and it seems fake if you're rapping with still being a gangster because yeah. you're like a record executor or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so. LL Cool J is like a somewhat legit actor at this point, right? Yeah, but he's been yeah. a gangster rapper. He, he was but... never a gangster ever really and he mm. also has been an actor for a really long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You see, like, all those guys now, like, they make, like, the big ones, like, 50 Cent, and, like, you know, he doesn't... He sells he vitamin water. Vitamin water, like, <laughs> P. <laughs> Diddy, Jay-Z, all yeah, that yeah. stuff, Be man. Healthy. They're businessmen now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like anything else. Like, the minute you get success in anything, you try to go and do anything else, then just haters come out of the woodwork. Oh, yeah, right? perfect. Especially if you're that famous in the first place, yeah. right? Yeah, right, yeah. And have you ever seen a list of, like, all the things that someone, like... Say P Diddy or Snoop, like all the marketing schemes they've yeah. attempted. Oh, it's crazy! Yeah. It's absurd. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, the but why not though? Like, why? You know, why? Why not? I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with people. I have a problem with people selling out. Like, I hate the term selling out. But the only time I have a problem with it is if you compromise. What like I mean with a band especially if, if a band signs to a major label that's not selling out if yeah. they sign to a major label and completely change the sound entirely just because they've signed on the that's selling out but if you play yeah. the same kind of music and you're just getting paid for it that's great that's you've accomplished true, true. your goal yeah. of becoming and a professional and if you're trying to like, re- release you know do something in a different direction uh, you have to try a whole bunch of things a whole most of, course, of them are going to yeah. fail no yeah, matter yeah, what yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Well, success is all about you know learning from your failures right sure, so yeah. that's yeah. what it all comes down to yeah. so yeah. I don't know I. I've got different uh, versions on selling out, not selling out. I, I, it doesn't really matter to me. Like if you worked your whole life for something, you've got a break of any kind. And you yeah, you got to yeah. compromise yeah. a little bit. Why the fuck wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah look me in the eye, anybody, and say no. I would not take the money. Yeah, you're full yeah. of shit. Exactly. That's yeah. just the way it is. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm. And people, people seem to don't they don't think about um, like the personal situation that the person's in though. Yeah, it's not like oh hey this guy's a family to feed. It's like fuck this guy. He sold out. It's like well no he exists as more than just the person on the record. He is actually like a, you know. He's got yeah. bills to pay. Like, mm-hmm. he's got a mortgage. Let him pay his mortgage. Let Ice Cube pay his mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On his fucking yacht. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. He earned I don't it. Think those guys are even that rich these days. Man. Yeah, yeah. Like, they might. I don't even know if they're banking a million a year kind of thing, which is like still ridiculous. <laughs> but, but you know, still, it's not yeah. like it's not yeah. like baseball player money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But nothing's like baseball player yeah, money, yeah. <laughs> except soccer player money. Well, okay, yeah, fair enough. Or basketball or like, <laughs> Hockey <laughs> almost. Hockey's almost. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or those New York banker motherfuckers, but that's yeah, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or like drug selling money. <laughs> drug factory. Oh, yeah. I was just reading about uh, the real Rick Ross the other yeah. day. Yeah. 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 Um, the, he, not, not the prison guard, the actual. Yeah, the actual Rick Ross <laughs> yeah. who, like, more or less was, like, the crack distributor like, yeah, 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 okay. in America. It's a documentary with that guy. It was interesting. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a really interesting story. And, like, he was released from prison 
in I, I'm in 2009, 2007, yeah. and uh, like he had like in today's money up to like a billion dollars at his like high point like he was ridiculously wealthy and um yeah since being out of prison the reason i was kind of thinking about snoop or other people trying to peddle all these different things is he's trying to go legit now Hmm. yeah and he's trying every he's doing this he's doing that he'll do anything but he's just working like non-stop and waiting for something to sort of get gain some traction sure well i think there's tons of people who do that even who are not famous who just do any any job whatsoever especially creative people too it's like you know if you're trying to be an artist for a living or a performer of any kind and it's like here's an alter here's an option like if you're an actor and it's like Hey, you want to be in a B movie? Yes, give me the money. Yeah. You know, or, mm. or you're gonna hold out and be like, no, I just want to be in the, you know, well, it's retarded. Yeah. You're not marketing your music anymore. You're marketing like your personality. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's what they say. You know, you're yeah. all about your brand, right? Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. Adam Knight Brand. I'm a, I'm an outlaw. I'm a wrestler. I do some acting. Do some stunt work. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to do the. You're an author. You have to shirts. Author. Right? <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. I got to shill, 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 and be happy. But yeah. it's, the way, it's <laughs> the way it goes, man. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's, For sure. You're trying to got to hustle to make a buck in this world. Yeah. Yeah. Always the way it's been. So there's a theme right there. I see Ice Cube's new record. Gotta hustle make a buck, yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was great though. I, I love the that, that old Ice Cube stuff. Like, yeah. like I was saying when we were listening to it, I have a bunch of that stuff on tape and it's like it's still good. Probably the first best disc track I think it was on Death Certificate too, was the No Vaseline. Oh no Vaseline's one. incredible, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was in response to a message to BA from the NWA thing. Yeah, right? yeah. but that, like, he I mean, that was Kurt shit compared to he destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is one of the best diss tracks ever. I yeah, think. the only one I like better than that actually is um, "Hit 'Em Up." Okay, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't even listen to Tupac, but "Hit 'Em Up" I can listen to all day, every day. It's like my favorite thing ever. Yeah, really. yeah. I'm not a big Tupac guy actually. I managed to, like, I'm not. I'm not either. I just that one song. Yeah, that one song. It's he gets it. Yeah, he just destroys it. That's great. Diss tracks. Dis- I would love to do a show that's just diss tracks. That would yeah. be an amazing episode. <laughs> theme, yeah. we should, we should do it. But I mean, that wouldn't be randomly generated. We stray from the random generation yeah. sometimes. Like, we do themes uh, where it'll be a certain artist. Like, episode 36, we did a Wu-Tang special. Nice. Sure. It was just all Wu-Tang. And, it yeah. was, uh, and then uh, Rob did an episode on Gruff the Druid with a bunch oh, of other cool. local rappers just talking mm-hmm. about his stuff. But usually yeah. it's the theme. It's the theme, so. Yeah. So let's uh, let's move on to more Gunslinger. More Gunslinger music. So Gunslinger music, got, I, got, uh, I got Cowboys from Hell, Pantera. Yeah. One, of my, one of my favorite ones. It's... Uh, it's it's one of those ones that's really uh, it won't, I used to think it was really rare, like you know, like a real metal and western hybrid sort of thing. Yeah, really yeah, a, yeah. It, Much like most Pantera stuff, I'm not really sure if they really had a theme other than I'd like to you know score some blow and fuck some pussy. But you know, really, really, <laughs> yeah. it's it was be loud about it. Yeah, yeah, I'd be yeah. loud about it, right? You know, I've got hair down in my ass, yeah. and I'm gonna you know pink goatee. Yeah. That's right. You know, <laughs> with this tight leather shit, and you know, yeah. I try to go on yeah. tour and make some money, yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah. I had no problem with that. It was like you know, metal in the '80s. That's what it was all about, yeah. man. And yeah. uh, no, I really, I always really dug that track for a while. I was considered using it as my walk-up music, whatever the yeah. fuck you want to call it. But yeah, yeah no, it's a, no, it's always a good track for, for me. It always gets me jacked up. I love listening to it when I'm going to the gym and working out. It really yeah, puts man. me in the right headspace for what I want to do. Cool. Right? It allows me to focus on what I'm working on. So. Cool. Let's check it out. Pantera. Go by some hell. Oh! 
That felt good. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, I like how aggressive this is getting here. Oh yeah, yeah. makes awesome. me want, makes me want to go to the gym and like you know throw some weights. It's crazy. Yeah. Man. Me too, man. Good. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. I'll spot you. It's all good. It's all good. Awesome. Uh, Made me feel like I dropped a weight on my toe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I once like when I was like nineteen or twenty went out with a girl whose favorite band was Pantera. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a awesome. fucking disaster, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was Pantera or cocaine that she liked the most. But she was really into cocaine. And yeah, what comes first, the Pantera or the cocaine? <laughs> yeah. And she, she's like, when I get a tattoo, it's going to be a dime. What's the guitar player's name again? Diamond Daryl. Diamond Daryl, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say yeah. Diamond Dallas. It's a different guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 he's doing yoga now. Yeah, that's right. Diamond Daryl. Yeah, what's it called? What's his yoga Dime called? Dime Bag. Oh, DDP Yeah, yeah. You, I actually you, heard about that. I'm not I heard even a wrestling pretty, guy. I heard should, about that. Well, yeah. you should, man. That guy's awesome. He's. Uh, Have you tried it? I, I've done yoga. Yeah, I do, what, what, I do what, hot do, yoga once a week. Yeah. Okay. You, you yeah, don't do diamonds. Just, just totally unmanned me, but that's all right. You don't do uh, diamonds yoga though. I've I've got I, I've actually talked to him about it a little bit online every now and then. Oh, and cool. So, yeah, yeah. Nice. What are we talking about? I don't know. Yoga, man. What the fuck? No, so the. Retired professor, he's like uh, renovating guys' lives with like his own like uh, brand of yoga. Yeah, I know the guy's name. I didn't realize. Okay, yeah, yeah. he he's helping he's he's a lot of guys out. No, it's it's he's like modified it for like dudes and stuff. He's trying to make it. You know, it's not just like for like you know chicks and hot pants yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Right? He's trying to make it. You know, for people got, who can't touch their toes. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Well, pretty much, man. You know, guys my height and he's you know yeah. he's dropped like sixty pounds from when yeah. he was like a big dude. And he's yeah. got to be like mid fifties and mm-hmm. oh, yeah, flexible and fit as shit. So yeah, it's, he's a good wrestler back there. It was, it was good back. He was, it was, he was very entertaining. Yeah, very entertaining. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Pantera, man. Anyway, don't go with girls whose favorite band is Pantera no. and whose favorite drug is cocaine. It's probably the, the like, second one seems like more of a red flag than the first <laughs> one. Like, <laughs> well, I, I can tolerate the Pantera. Really, I, I wouldn't go out with her a second time. Yeah, right. Well, right. You'd be, when once yeah. that's revealed to you, she <laughs> actually <laughs> left me right. to go out with her drug dealer. So, oh well, yeah. Well, he, he, he probably like Pantera too. I think he just like cocaine. Yeah, 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 all the time. Yeah. This isn't going to be a Buck Cherry show, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never really listened to Pantera. I mean, I always, like, they were always, always in the periphery. Like, I knew who they were and stuff. Mm. Yeah. And obviously, when that dude got shot, yeah, like, yeah. that was being of gunslingers, right? I mean, it's also good. Guitars gets murdered on stage. That's crazy getting murdered on stage. That's like, fucked up. Yeah, yeah there's no doubt. Pretty insane. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, no, I never, I mean, I heard that song. I've heard a few things from some of their albums. But, uh, like, I was, like I was saying, kind of, while we were listening to this, like, my, I've actually become way more interested in metal recently. Um over the past couple of years, but yeah. not this kind of stuff. Like, it's mostly um, really, really, like, doomy stuff where it's, uh, you know, like, Black Sabbath, but twice as slow and three times as heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's just, like, super, super slow. really sludgy. Like, this is really treble. This is, yeah, yeah, for sure. This yeah, is the difference. Yeah, yeah this is super treble. Yeah, it's high-octane stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the, the really fast drumming and stuff. It's, it's cool, though. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, Yeah, uh, that was a great song. And that guy, isn't, isn't the singer from Pantera in a band with Hank Williams III? Oh, is shit. he really? Like, that's I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty no, sure. I'm going to Google that shit. Because Hank the Third is, uh, he's really into metal too. Yeah. And he has that band yeah. Ass Jack that he plays with and stuff. But oh, I'm, okay. I'm almost certain that he's in a band with this guy. Could uh, be, man. What's Anselmo? Is that his name? Ah, oh, fuck. I'm the not singer of Pantera? I only know Dan. That's right. Okay, anyway, whatever the guy is. If he gets shot, I'll remember him too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Don't get shot. I'm pretty sure, anyway, I'm pretty sure Hank Williams, Hank Williams' grandson is in a band could be. With this guy. All so, right. I mean, Hank Williams is not necessarily like gunslinger, but there's the country yeah. thing. And it's it's tied. It's tied. Yeah. It ties in. Everything ties into the theme. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. So, yeah. I'm curious. You mentioned yeah. you, uh, you know, you'd have seen yourself using this for your walkout music. Yeah, what do you use? What is your walkout music? Uh, I, 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 mix mix up, I mix up a couple of different things. Uh, the, the, the meat of it is actually, um, 
uh, Big Gun ACDC. Okay. Right? It's the last action hero soundtrack. You know, oh, it's like, man. It's, it's the only, it's the only fucking song hero. they have that isn't really a hit. You yeah. know, right? Mm. Yeah. That, that I thought was cool. But then I, like, I mashed up a little bit, you know, used my editing skills. I've got the... I've got the the theme from Firefly to open it up because I'm a huge nerd on top of everything Great else. Show. Great show. Um, and then I uh, throw in some uh, Crazy Train Ozzy Osbourne just to really yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. really anchor it. And then after we all do that and just like you know right to the opening riff of uh, Big Gun, I just that's one thing. That, that Firefly I, theme is like the opposite of aggressive though. Eh? It's I like, know, but it but, it, but it's, it, it adds drama though. Yeah, yeah, right. It adds that drama. Know what's gonna happen? Yeah, it yeah, adds yeah. that sense of and it's also my sort of you know little wink to anybody who's like in the crowd that's you know, yeah, know song, a, yeah, a closet yeah. nerd like yeah, me yeah. where they're gonna like freak out and go, oh motherfucker, right? So you know, right? Is, is it Nathan Fillion? No, no, no. Yeah. But yes, no. It's a, yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a, it's oh, it's cool. cool. I, yeah, so I like to, I like to use that for. My, I, I've tried to change it like four or five times, and every time I do, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like every time I've done it, I've gone out to the ring and I'm like, this is not fucking right. Yeah. yeah. You know, you just you find something like for yourself that works, right? And it's yeah. no, you you roll with it. It's yeah. It's me now. So yeah. Cool. How um, long have you been using that? Like, I've been using it since college. Oh yeah, yeah. Since since I went full outlaw, uh, which would have been like two thousand two. Can I use that term, full outlaw? Yeah, I, yeah, like, full outlaw. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's yeah, the name cool. of the episode right here. Yeah, that's right. We got <laughs> full outlaw. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, man. But well, I, I just started college, uh, and I was still like, I was still finding myself. Like when we yeah. started doing college, I was like seven or eight years in, and I'd done some touring and stuff, but yeah. I hadn't really like hit my stride for what I was doing. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I was trying to be Ric Flair, but I'm fucking six and a half feet yeah. tall. Well, you had the hair going, too. You had, like, yeah, that, I, yeah, I, yeah. But I didn't when we started, right? But when I started growing it out and I started finding it, and I was doing a whole bunch of different wacky, goofy stuff because, you know, I'm a nerdy, wacky, goofy guy in a, in a, right. in a land of men, which is what I, what I broke in with, right? right? Now, now I'm the man with all the fucking nerdy kids underneath me. Right, right, right. Yeah. That sounds really gay, but that's not what I mean. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah, no, I don't mean it like that, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, uh, not yeah. that kind of show. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got to go ahead. Uh, but yeah, I, I really found where I was wanting to go with that. You know, full on, full on outlaw. Let's get my yeah. Stan Hansen, my fucking Josie Wales. Let's throw it all together yeah. and just yeah, you know man. turn it into a big yeah, yeah. ass kickery package. So ass kickery package. Yeah. Cool. Where did you how, Where did you start? Like, yeah, I was wondering that too. Actually, yeah. Like, because you were obviously into wrestling. Sure. Do you? What approach does one take? I mean, you can't just get big and start wrestling. Well, are you, are you looking into it, John? <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> if I've, I've he does need a manager because there's like yeah. there's a, an amount of like gymnastics involved. Sure. There's a bit of there's the whole like you have to be improvising and yeah. be able to yeah. roll it, with it. It, it. It's getting interesting these days. It, well, getting interesting always has been brutal. Like it's the hardest thing in the world to get into because it's, anytime I've ever found a guy that's advertising a wrestling school, it's usually like you're full of shit. You're just trying to soak money from people, right. and you know, yeah. it's like there are a couple of real reputable wrestling schools these days. I've uh. I swear to God, you know, former WWE wrestler Landstorm, I swear to God, he owes me royalties. I've sent now five students to him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Guy's based out of Calgary. He's wrestled all over the world. He's at 43 years old. If he wanted to, he could still be, you know, a big money full-time player. But, you know, he's, he's a yeah. good Canadian guy. He's like, you know what? Yeah. I, I'm, you know, I've, I've got all my bills paid. I've got money in the bank. And he wants to give back to the industry. But I've sent, I guess I've sent five guys to his, his school. And it, it costs a fortune to go there. But it's a three-month intensive course. And once you get out of it, if you're any good. Yeah. He's able to say, you can go here, use my name, and you're going oh, to cool. get booked. And you can go here, yeah. use my name, and going to get booked, yeah, yeah. right? Like, so that's the benefit to that. Like, when I broke in, I broke in when I was uh, failing university badly. <laughs> uh, I was horrible. I, I had no idea. pre-college? Yeah, way pre-college. Yeah. I was 18 years old. I just got out of high school. I had no idea what I was. I was, I was one of those guys that fucking... Um, high school was so easy. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, but then I, you get to, yeah. You university, and there's no like, structure, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I got nothing. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Right? I'm trying to do this theater thing. I was, you know, working my way through a liberal arts degree, so I was, you know, destined to be a mail carrier or something. I don't know. 
But um, I was having no fun. I was having no luck. And uh, a bunch of guys I knew through university, uh, we were watching uh, video on cable access. And yeah. It was like, you know, look wrestling on the TV. Awesome. We were like, that's fucked up. And I actually saw that on Shaw the other day. Well, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. We're, we're yeah, doing that now, right? We're doing that now. So it's like, I'm now the guy yeah. doing that on TV. So that's fine. Um, and it was no good. But at the end of it, said, if you'd like to do this, yeah. you know, I was... I've been watching wrestling since I was like yeah. three years old. My dad used to be a vendor at the uh, old uh, the old barn when the oh, AWA yeah. would come every month, right? Yeah. So I I've been watching since, yeah. yeah, I've been watching my whole life. Yeah. So went we checked it out. They beat the shit out of me for two hours, and uh, <laughs> I signed on the dotted lines, yeah. and I'm willing to get the shit beat out of me for another year, and let's yeah. do it. So well, I guess you have the advantage of just like I mean, you're a big guy, like I mean, that oh. probably helps, right? <laughs> well, it, it helps. It helps a little bit. Like that was the reason why um, they they kept me around for as long as they did because. Yeah. When I broke in, I wasn't athletic. I wasn't yeah. into like working out. I was, I was a big nerd. I yeah. was, you know, six foot five, but three hundred forty pounds of fat. I just yeah. had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. And uh, they had, they took a lot of, you know, they, they took a lot of liberties with me. And it was a bunch of little guys trying to get their jollies off. I going, oh, right. I'm going to kick crap with the super heavyweight. I'm like, that's cool. But uh, then I start picking it up. I start having a good time. And then you start meeting some guys. That, you know, would like take me under their wing and right. work with that, right? Like, right. The guys originally trained me, like um, Vance and Royce and all those guys, they were good. Uh, Brian Jewell, who uh, was an AWA guy uh, back in the uh, 80s and stuff like that, he was the first guy to really sort of, you know, beat the shit out of me, but in a constructive way. And I, I really mean that. I mean that in a very positive way. So, Brian, if you hear about this again, I, I always put you over. It's always a big deal for me. Um, eventually got to the point where, like, I thought I'd learned as much as I could, so I branched off with a couple of splinter groups where now, now suddenly, like... Uh, our wrestling was coming really cool again. You yeah. know, the Rock and Steve Austin starting to be a thing. So now all these people want to get into the industry. Now we're starting to find out what's going on. Yeah. Then I became the guy, before I was ready, to start working with the uh, the up-and-comers to try to get them going. And if you've ever taught anybody anything, whether it's music or literature yeah. or anything, like you get better yourself when you're able to well, you pass just, on yeah, the knowledge. Totally right? Good. So that's that's where that went. And then I made more connections and blah, blah, blah. But cool. how do you really get started? <laughs> how, how do you get started into music? You, yeah, you, if you love it enough, you'll... You'll yeah. find a way to do it. Yeah, start yeah. happening. Yeah. That, that's just it. Like, like, how did you get into rapping, right? Yeah, I don't know, man. Good question. You just liked it, and so you, yeah, yeah. The guys made my beach just told me I should start rapping. Yeah, actually, it was probably I, when I saw Gruff the Druid once. It was, yeah. it was pretty weird, man, because I was this like hardcore punk rock dude yeah. in high school, and I just hated all rap because yeah. I was this like crazy leftist dude. And then I saw Pip's kid Gruff the Druid, and my punk band was playing with him in Dauphin. Oh, yeah? and John Smith. Yeah, I think what I band was, was that. My checkered past. Oh man, okay. You didn't know you were in that band, but that band is on um, the first third generation yes. comp, which is on Witch Police for free download. Yes. Nice. So there's all these more connections. Crazy ties. Yeah. yeah, man. That was our first show. I was, uh, and then like, I actually like the song. Oh, thanks. It was, it was a song. terrible recording. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know, our band. I wasn't grabbing the army at the time. Oh, yeah, I for sure, man. Too, yeah, well, I think almost almost everyone yeah. Yeah. like has a terrible recording, yeah. but you know. You don't know any better. Yeah. And that's when recording costs money. No one could do it in their basement yeah, exactly. back then. Yeah. Now you can do now. Now we can sit here and <laughs> yeah. do this on this little like tricorder thing. You know? <laughs> just yeah, it just like blew my mind. I saw Pips getting these Doesn't guys. Look like a tricorder. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> this looks really professional though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got this room. It's like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what we should do though is we should like take a step back from all this aggression with the Pantera and Ice Cube, and Sean is just gonna bring everything just like to a total. I different... can do that. You, yeah, John, nice. you, you are the king of doing that, and it often works really well because it'll just be like this, something totally out of left field. This is a good tune. And I uh, originally I was thinking, well, I've got to play some Bo Diddley. Bo yeah, because Bo Diddley's a gunslinger. He's a gunslinger. Yeah. Uh, and that's a great song uh, and a great album. But uh, I'm going to play something else. Uh, I was talking with someone the other day about the theme. Yeah, yeah. And they brought up, well, you should play The Legend of Bonnie and Clyde. Ooh. Yeah. I said, all right. Yeah, it's okay. a different kind of gunslinger, right? Because I mean, I've, I've been thinking Western the whole time. Yeah, I me think too. That's what everyone's yeah. been thinking really, though. So. And so, yeah, this is a song by... Uh, a decades later. Oh, shit. Who is it? 
Uh, Tell me. Shit. <laughs> well, you got, that's why Google's there. That's all right. You're going to define it. Oh, I got it right here. It's a song by Georgie Fame. Right. Okay. Yeah, and it was like the B side or the A side to uh, a 45. Came that's out. One of the sides, obviously. It's one of the sides. <laughs> it can't be the C side. Yeah. It sounds like rolling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it came out like right around the same time as the movie, which. I mentioned before we started recording. Yeah. I don't think I've seen it or I've seen clips. There's the famous scene at the end where like where they get shot yeah, while they're in the car, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And uh, this song has a, a sound clip from that scene oh, cool. where they're getting shot to shit. And uh, yeah, it's a nice little tune. So yeah, let's, cool. uh, Spoiler check let's check it out. Yeah, right on. <laughs> the Legend of Bonnie and Clyde. It's about true historical facts. Yeah. <laughs> can tell you people they were the devil's children Bonnie and Clyde began their evil doing one lazy afternoon down Savannah Way they robbed a store and hightailed out of that town got clean away in a stolen car and waited till the heat died down their reputation and made the graduation into the banking business reached for the sky sweet talking pride would holler as Bonnie loaded dollars in the Julep back now one brave man he tried to take them alone they left him lying in a pool of blood and laughed about it Enemy number one Running and hiding from every American lawman's gun They used to laugh about dying But deep inside them they knew That pretty soon they'd be lying Beneath the ground together Pushing up there just to welcome the sun and the morning A federal deputation laid a deadly ambush When Bonnie and Clyde came walking in the sunshine A half a dozen carbines opened up on Finally together they die. Bonnie and Clyde. It, it sounds 
like Randy Newman. <laughs> yeah, that was tremendous. Was the was Ballad of Bunny and Clyde yeah. predates gangster rap. For man. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this Georgie fame, I don't know what else. Uh, you don't know anything about it? No, I, I did a little Wikipedia. Nothing, nothing notable. Nothing came up, no. No, and I read about the movie too, because like I, like I. Well, said, you don't need to I, watch the movie now. That just recapped the whole movie. Exactly. <laughs> but I was curious because like it was like a, you know a huge legend and stuff, and uh, not surprisingly, like the movie took a lot of liberties with yeah their oh, image. Yeah. Were they just? I mean, I, I don't remember. I know I read something about them once, but were they just really reprehensible people? Like really, really not. I mean. They glamorize them a lot, kind of as like the you know the couple who went down together fighting the law or whatever. But weren't they just total scumbag? Liberal? Yeah, they like, picked up a couple like they picked up a couple other hooligans, and yeah. like everybody kind of hated each other. I think. Yeah. And yeah. didn't get along. It wasn't like, you know, people having fun robbing banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is how it's portrayed. Kind of it's very romantic, right? It's like they're going they, like. Uh, yeah. I mean, it gets used as like a you know the term Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, like a, yeah. Eminem used that with his daughter, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean about murdering murdering people. Like so, but yeah, it's um. I don't know. It's like they, I, I just didn't remember reading something about how they're just really scumbags and hmm. like there's nothing romantic about it. Yeah. And they probably deserve what they got. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good gunslinger, though. That works. For there sure. you go. So totally. Right. I love the mood that the the, uh, the the gunshots in the in the sample there. That was cool too. Mm-hmm. Very cool. That's got to be an early use of that. Like. Sample. Maybe the first man. Yeah. That was awesome. Man, I thought the song was over, but he came back. I know, yeah, 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 yeah. He came back an hour, really yeah. Slow, yeah. And then you get to finish the story, right? Because yeah. they died. They died. Yeah, they they died. By the way, yeah. they died. Yeah. In case, in case you, you didn't know. Yeah. In case, case you're expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Get them in. Yeah. I guess that's what like songs for soundtracks used to be like back then. Yeah. We need you to summarize the movie. For like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this guy should have done the theme of Star Wars, I'll tell you. It would have been amazing. It would have been incredible. Yeah. Fitter King. Just While the words are coming that's right, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's seen that time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also did in the first movie, and like, yeah, he right, was yeah. his father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kills the whole fucking movie. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. He's doing voices. He's got the Yoda voice in the next thing you've ever seen. That'd be incredible. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was a really good choice, John. Excellent. Uh, solid. Excellent. Yeah, I definitely approve. That was cool. Right on. Well, have you made a decision? Yeah, I got a good decision. Yeah, like I brought I brought kind of a bag of stuff. Um... I think I mentioned this earlier, but it was kind of a hard decision for me because I really listen to a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that has this as a theme. I mean, there's the gangster rap stuff, like we were talking about Ice Cube and all that before, and I have a lot of I have a lot of '90s rap tapes. Like I have a pretty big collection, and there's a lot of that stuff that would fit. But then there's mostly the reggae thing, and then the spaghetti westerns thing. And uh, I, we actually talked about this same kind of thing on episode 19 of the show, which probably no one remembers except for me because I keep track of all this shit in my head of what episode was when. But um, <laughs> Westerns, especially spaghetti westerns, were huge in uh, Jamaica. It was, and it was like, you, you find tons of guys who came out uh, from like the 70s onwards kind of taking the names of characters from westerns. Oh, westerns this was with uh, Ness, yeah, yeah. We, when Ness was on the show, we'll we're talking about that, yeah, yeah. that episode was called Batman Goldilocks. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> but anyway, there's um, like westerns, and I mean, kind of like how Wu-Tang did with kung fu movies in, in like, uh, you know, the early 90s and stuff. It's yeah. like you take your names from the characters in the westerns because these are tough guys. These are, uh, mm. and I mean, you're, you know, you want to, kind of identify yourself as someone people need to respect people need to look out for yeah, yeah. I'm dangerous I'm, I'm you know I'm the guy so all these guys taking names from from spaghetti westerns I mean um, uh, you mentioned Josie Wales earlier yeah. there's, a, there's a DJ like DJ in the Jamaican sense a guy toasting over records yeah. not a disc jockey um, but named Josie Wales and there's yeah. one called Clint Eastwood there's uh, <laughs> one called Lee Van Cleef like they all took names nice. of actors or names of characters yeah. and so it was really really common and just like uh, just general um, gunslinger gun, gunslinger themes and I love that shit. Like it, it's awesome. It's, it's a really weird mix of cultures. Um, I mean, even actually in like the most iconic uh, movie that introduced a lot of people to reggae in the first place, The Harder They Come. There's a scene where they're watching 
a western and like there people in the crowd are going crazy people are shooting guns in the theater and stuff yeah. and like uh, <laughs> you know and it's like that kind of it doesn't it doesn't lead to the guy leading a life of crime but it's kind of like that's the starting point where he goes from just this like kind of innocent country boy and then he watches this movie and then later on in the movie he becomes a gunman himself and stuff right so it's definitely like this weird culture clash because Jamaica and the Wild West are pretty different um, yeah. you'd figure yeah but there's I mean there's obviously some association and so there's a lot of that stuff and it was really hard for me to decide uh, there's a song by this guy Terry Gansey called um, Welcome the Outlaw, which would have been probably fitting because you're here. But uh, I'm not going to play it. I love the song, but I don't, I don't really know too much about the guy. And uh, I wanted to pick something that's that's really, really um, about the Wild West. That was just, that song basically, look like, how good I am. I'm awesome. Yeah, I got sure. my guns, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Whatever. So I picked uh, this album called How the West Was Won by this guy Ranking Toyin. And he was around, uh, I guess this is, um, I'm not sure what year this is, 81. So this is produced by uh, Ginger Laws, who took his name from um, The Street Fighter, which is a Japanese uh, martial arts movie. So again, the same kind of deal. That movie's incredible. He took his name from the villain at the beginning, right? So I mean, um, this is just another example of this, right? So um, this guy... Yeah, 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 it's Sonny Shiba. I mean, there's rappers who are taking their names after Sonny Shiba. Like, it's all all (laughs) this connected thing. And those are my two favorite genres of movies, actually, are Kung Fu flicks and Spaghetti Westerns. I love them. I have a big collection of both. Like, uh, I'm a big fan. Um, So this guy, anyway, Toyin, he he was on, uh, produced by Junjo, and uh, what was happening a lot of this time was... um, Junjo's probably my favorite producer of any kind of music ever. Like, he was the guy who kind of put all the recordings together. And it's these these rhythms by the, the Roots Radics band. So it's a live, live band. This is pre-digital era. So it's a live band, uh, the Roots Radics, who are incredible. And he would kind of uh, cut the vocal version. They would be like instrumental versions. It would be vocal versions, really, really extended dub versions. Mm-hmm. And then they would reuse all the tracks for the DJs to come on. So uh, the song is called How the West Was Won from the title track. And the album's got this whole can't see it but it's got this whole uh, western theme uh, it looks like an old movie poster from a western Absolutely. and uh, the first track which is the title track is actually the rhythm from a song by Michael Prophet called Gunman which okay. is about waking up and finding gunmen standing over you like ready to kill you yeah. which again with the western type of theme so you hear bits of that original vocal track in the song but he's DJing over top of it so it's really cool because of the double connection there's like him talking about the wild west mm-hmm. and uh how the West was won, which is won by Gunslingers, right? Yeah. And then you have the the bed track and the, the the vocal little bits coming in and out from the Michael Prophet song. So it's just like a double. Uh, it's, it's legitimate. It's legitimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, it fits team. the theme for sure. And I mean, um, yeah, I, I kind of found this guy by accident. Uh, not by accident. I'd heard of him. I'd heard of his record because uh, I was looking into some of the connections. Not for the show, but like a long time ago, yeah. uh, I had a book about uh, reggae album cover art, and this was featured in it as, uh, and it was kind of a whole chapter on this Western theme stuff. Hmm. And so this was featured. So I always wanted to find it because I had no clue what the guy sounded like. And I recently, I guess maybe four or five years ago, got this compilation. It was a double LP of, uh, it came out, like, it was a new release of Junjo's productions. It was uh, one, one, one record was, uh, like, singers, and the other record was DJs. And so he was on there. And uh, this, the guy was amazing. So I, I finally tracked down some of his records. I have this one and another one called Every Posse Want Me, which, uh, you know, a lot of gun talk on that too, but not with the Western theme. So... I got a lot to say about spaghetti westerns and shit, but let's play the song and uh, sounds cool. You see, this is version. Come to put in this shot. Version. Subversion, galore. Jaja no say this subversion, galore. You do me that. 
tell them when they rest one wanna Call on me and go tell them when they rest one wanna Say they be stamp one, you have them running on them Anna Can't wait the old law or a Christian Bima, Bima We shout out, we all are revealed Can I go tell them when they rest one wanna Say they be stamp one, you have them running on them Anna Can't wait the old law or a Christian Come and send this is Jane and John Wayne a fight down the lane Pull and dance, cut it, it's a break And I watch all as a go 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 Slap bang all in as a go 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 And when we say, hey, come and go tell them when the race goes manna Say the race time, why you have them running on them anna Come with the owner or a Christian, hey, come and say little drum buck off in town How the West Was Won by Toyin from the album of the same title. I like it, man. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Uh, I'm really glad I discovered this guy because he's become one of my favorites. Um, This album is great. Every Posse Want Me is great. Uh, A great name, too, for an album, Every Posse Want Me. And, like, I haven't actually... um, you heard me the other stuff, but if I ever find it, it's one of those things. Like, if I see his name on a thing, I'm gonna buy yeah. it, like, because this is really cool. That's good. Sure. Yeah, and I mean, like, uh, you know, the Wild West stuff is uh, is always welcome. I'm, I'm cool with it. Like, uh, <laughs> I like the you know, the Western kind of vibe, so so I can dig it. What's um, your What's your favorite uh, spaghetti Western film? I don't know. Um, I really, really. I mean, I know this is the obvious answer, I guess, but I really love the Dollars trilogy. Like, I think yeah. it's amazing. I like a fistful of dollars for a few dollars more and then the good, the bad, oh. and the ugly. And those are like the big, you know, the big name ones. Are so are those considered spaghetti westerns? If oh, they yeah, are, they are. Like well, the spaghetti westerns is because it was uh, it was made by Italians, right? Yeah. They I were? Mean, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know. And, they're, and like the, the, the actual uh, dialogue is overdubbed after the fact in those movies. Shit. So you My see, mind is Sometimes right you see Clint now. Eastwood and it's not synced up. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's dubbed. And a lot of the, and the, so there's, there's like, like a shitload of movies made in Italy of these for, westerns. For nothing. Yeah, I mean, for super. Yeah, there's a bunch of American guys yeah. and, and English guys, or whatever, who were, like did this because they needed the money or whatever, right. right? And they ended up being huge. And those movies are absolutely incredible. Like they're they're like masterpieces of of mm. movie, as far as I'm concerned. Like, and there's so much stuff from those movies that's been borrowed 
by other pe- filmmakers later on and reference hmm. and stuff. Like, uh, I mean, just the idea of, of Clint, Clint, Clint Eastwood with that poncho and the yeah. cigar and stuff. Yeah. And that, that whole, that image has been used so many times for so many different kinds of characters. Uh, I mean, it's it's just they're, they're just great great movies. The music is incredible. Yeah. I mean, I brought the soundtrack for that. I was thinking of playing it. The song "The Ecstasy of Gold" is probably the best thing I've ever heard in the soundtrack in terms of like orchestral music. It's, it blows my mind. Mm. Like everything about them is great. And uh, I guess like as far as more modern westerns, um, I find a lot of westerns. I think we someone mentioned this obviously earlier. you're gonna say Tombstone, right? I wasn't saying I was gonna say Unforgiven actually. <laughs> I'm just so, joking. Um, you have to say Unforgiven. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of yeah. someone mentioned <laughs> John Wayne movies and stuff. A lot yeah. of them are super cheesy, and westerns have a tendency to be very hokey and very yeah. like, is oh, are you serious? Good guy always wins, white hat, black hat. You know, it's it's very much like a kind of a formulaic thing. Spaghetti westerns don't do that. They're yeah. they're they're way more ultra violent for the time too, and there's a little bit more murky about what's good and evil and uh, what the characters' motivations are and stuff. And then you go into like ni- the early '90s and Unforgiven came out, and that is one of my favorite movies of all time yeah, ever. It's, awesome. it's unreal because it like it's a revisionist western, and that's more of my yeah. favorite subgenre of western movies. In the, because like revisionist westerns, kind of. Oh, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, it's a pretty wide category. Something like Dead Man would be a revisionist western too. But it's like it, it takes the stories and kind of subverts them from what you're expecting from western. Because westerns have a very kind of linear storyline. Like you know, yeah. girl gets kidnapped, cowboys go after her, they save her. You know, kick, kill, kill the bad guys, or they get him arrested, whatever. They go off right off in the sunset. But like uh, with Unforgiven, uh, and it's Clint Eastwood again. He won a bunch of Oscars for it, yeah. deservedly. It's like um, they're killing people, but there's no glory around it. Like, no, yeah. like the whole point of it is like, uh, like he hates the, doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he hates doing it. And there's the guy who, like, the, the kid who comes with him, mm. and he makes a big deal, all pumped up when he gets to kill a bad guy and stuff. And then when yeah. he does it, it fucks him up, yeah. and like he's sick and he can't handle it. And it's there's just like, and then even the ending. I'm not gonna spoil it because we think people should see it. But like, yeah. uh, I mean, the ending when when it all gets said and done, and like in a normal western, they'd be like, "Yeah, we did it. Good guy wins. Let's yeah, party yeah. off in the sunset." This is just like it's fucking gross, and it's like how someone actually, you know, what would happen if you shoot somebody, and it just ends. And it's like this is great yeah. because it's it. I get shivers when like whenever I think about him just like taking that drink for the first yeah. time and just like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna don't have want to, to do, do it before. This. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But see, that's, that, that's, the realism ways, is, yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Unforgiven for me actually shows uh, a culture shift between the movies that came before and the movies that came yeah. after, and I mean all genres. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the reason why I've always liked well, Western spaghetti westerns or otherwise is that they're beyond iconic. They're like the blueprint for how movies were totally. in that time, right? Totally. You know, like we, we were talking about like the uh, the correlation between uh, uh, kung fu movies and uh, Japanese and Korean yep. and all their movies to westerns. To they're very they're similar, right? Like, similar, you know, right? They're, they're basically similar stories with different cultural backgrounds. There was actually a Japanese remake of Unforgiven. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. shit, I gotta see that. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen it. It was apparently the Toronto Film Festival. I read so, about it. Okay. Damn, I was thinking, that sounds amazing. It's I, got, I gotta see that. It's like he's a, I think he's a samurai instead of a gunslinger. Nice. Well, it's, so yeah. they've changed the setting, of course, right? Yeah, but it's, it's the same, same story. story. It's, oh, so, I yeah, see I bet it's great. Like, uh, but, that, that's, but that's the whole point, right? Like, you can do it uh, Well, even the first one of the Dollars trilogy, A Fistful of Dollars, is actually a Japanese movie. The storyline from the Japanese movie, uh, the uh, Magnificent Seven, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Seven Samurai, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, all this stuff is all is all connected, right? So, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's the weird, it's weird cultural, mm. and then Jamaica getting involved, yeah. <laughs> this but, kind but, of stuff. Like, the, the stuff is so iconic, yeah. right? Like it's 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 the imagery, it's the music, it's the it's the attitude. The reason why yeah. uh, the spaghetti westerns and especially Unforgiven really worked for me is the fact that there is no clear cut, and you, you mentioned, touched on it. It's a uh, there there is no good and bad. Yeah, it's 
right and wrong as as told by that person at that time. For sure, right, and, and especially great. especially with the with the Dollars trilogy too, because yeah. the man with no name has no real path. I mean, there's not they, they call it a trilogy, but there's no real. They don't tell you blatantly that he's even the same guy in all these three movies. Yeah, it's Clint Eastwood just plays a quiet guy who doesn't say much and you don't know much about in all three yeah, movies yeah. and kind of dresses the same. Yeah. But they actually like there's clues in the movie that he might not even be the same guy. They just happen to be so fitting as a as three movies. And like his the good, the bad, and the ugly. You're assuming there's a clear cut hero. And Clint Eastwood is the nominally the good, but I mean he's no better or worse than um, Lee Van Cleef or yeah. than uh, what's the guy's name? Is playing Tuco? I can't remember oh, his name. Crap. Uh, Eli Wallach. Yeah. Like there's no. I mean they're all they're all scumbags, right? <laughs> they're all they're all just in it for trying to get the money. Yeah. And but but like, then but then it also shows a realistic time of what it would have been like. We're talking about a sure. lawless time for sure. When like uh, America was expanding and there wasn't yep. anybody there. Well, in the Civil War, it figures yeah. into that movie. They, they, absolutely. They, they, they caught up in the Civil War kind of yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I mean I don't know. I I really like that stuff. Um, and the good, the cool thing about it is, so many of them have gone into public domain, uh, just because I mean they're they're older movies. Yeah. Not not just the time thing, but I guess I guess them being made in Italy for low budgets and stuff, the yeah. rights to mm-hmm. it or whatever. Uh, there's a YouTube channel where all it is is like hundreds of spaghetti westerns. Really? Nice. I, I think it's called Spaghetti Western Flicks or something. Anyway, you can probably find it, but you can just watch them all. They're all and legally yeah. too, because like they're 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 they've expired. So nice. there's, there's some. I mean, there's a lot of schlock, right? It's like ah, kung fu movies. I mean, I have a collection of kung fu movies. And I really, for some unknown reason, I, I love the Bruce Bloitation shit, where it's like the fake Bruce Lee's, Bruce Lai, yes. Bruce Liang, yeah, yeah, Bruce yeah, Lur, right? And like, I have sure. a huge collection of that. I don't know why. But I mean, and some of them are horrible. Like, I have one called My Name Called Bruce. My Name is Bruce? <laughs> my Name Called Bruce. Called Bruce, different, because my, my Name is Bruce is yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. My Name Called Bruce is pretty funny, too. Okay. And then I have like Bruce Lee fights back from the grave and stuff. And none of these actually one. feature Bruce I've seen Lee, that right? One, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have. So, and I mean, like, and there's that, there's the equivalent of that in the spaghetti westerns, too, because it's like, hey, you can make cheap westerns in Italy and people are going to want to watch them in America. You know, like let's make them yeah. so no, there's a lot of that shit but then you got stuff uh, usually there's a few actors like I mean if Clint Eastwood's in it it's going to be good yeah, Lee yeah. Van Cleef's in it I mean not just in the Dollars movies and like Death Rides a Horse and stuff yeah. and all kinds of good stuff mm-hmm. and uh, yeah so I don't know that's cool uh, I need to watch me some movies you need yeah. to watch some gotta get caught up man westerns are awesome well for, for the winter I'm getting a projector oh, <laughs> movie nice. nights oh. well let's do a, let's do a, we should do a, a Dollars marathon here we should I'm watch in. the I'm fistful in. of Dollars uh, for a few dollars right. more and the good the bad I have I have the box set Get me a projector. We'll I have a box it. set. We should, we'll do it. Let me know when that's happening. I'd love to check that out. <laughs> so I haven't watched those names. What, what would you eat at a uh, like spaghetti western theme movie night? Tacos. Spaghetti. Obviously, you eat spaghetti. All right, fair <laughs> enough. I'd say spaghetti tacos. Spaghetti tacos. You gotta get it. Spaghetti in the dark doesn't seem like a good idea. No, you put spaghetti in the tacos. In the taco, yeah. And then, like, oh, <laughs> but with, like, a taco sauce. Yeah, 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 yeah. You put ground beef and, like, you know, like, some cayenne pepper and stuff. And, and whiskey. Delicious. Nothing but whiskey. Of course, whiskey. Yeah. whiskey, of course, yeah. <laughs> with, like, XXX yeah. on the bottle. <laughs> in the jug. Yeah. Right on. Anyway, I talked too much about this. Uh, what do you got to play next year? Oh, what do I got again? Um... I got. I, I went for something a little bit less uh, gangster rapish, but rap nonetheless. Uh, this is one of my favorite rappers, Cool Keith. Awesome. Um, he's. Uh, this is one of his kind of like from 2001. This is actually from a Prince Paul album, and uh, Prince Paul did kind of like all the production on this. Great producer, dude. And uh, yeah, it's not like super gangster, but this is one of the songs where Cool Keith just does all the rap on it. It's called Weapons World, and uh, I think. He just, Cool Keith doing his thing and just rapping about random weird shit mm-hmm. and guns and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, weird. yeah, and Prince Paul is a solid producer, and I think he had this kind of concept album of this guy. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. But this guy kind of getting into trouble, and this is the song where he's, like, realizing all these guns and stuff are awesome, and, <laughs> and Cool <laughs> Keith is, is, like, rapping about it. So Cool. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Let's check it out. Infinite infantry, space text, banana clips, skin penetration, directions, 
up on your hips Infrared beams, so sharp, crease your pants seams Winchester barrels, I sold them at the Christmas carols With small scopes for miles, suggest them to your house With see-through glocks, that's natural, you load with rocks With vinyl holsters, some acid pellets in the box Big tanks, that's German, Spanish stores, I be serving Bodegas and trucks, shipping weight to Las Vegas Bicentennial bars with leather straps for your arms Garments and bags with hefty, I'm a lefty Welcome to Weapon World You're welcome. You come headbands for light blue German Lucas, force fields protect. Razor bumps behind your neck. Automatics from seven chambers, 82 bullets. When you pull it, the little 25 sound like cannon. Machine guns, electric force while the power runs. Remington 870 for the pedigree. Nighttime militant mass filled with laser gas. Atomic ACP 30 round American slugs. Bugs, undefeatable Navy systems. Brown pearls, pistols with FBI whistles. Suitcase with missiles, stash with toilet tissue. Triggers with frames, a 44 that shoot flames. Law enforcement, I got the first steel endorsement. Uzi's material, eating cocoa puff cereal. Close range focus, infrareds let you know. Factory parts here, screws with the custom parts. Deputy badges, fake SWAT team clothes and gases. Blow up your asses, over here put on masses. Welcome to Weapon World. You're welcome. Antagonist, colonist, astrotech abuser. 85 rounds of dynamite sticks with mix on old rifles and little derringers I fix. LAPD can't see me. I wear a muslin beanie. Indian transporter, machine guns across the border. In Siberian boats, bulletproof winter coats across the region. Duffel bags on the major Deegan. Station wagons with desert eagles to stop a dragon. Elephant darts with propane travel through the rain. Bust back the right machine to counteract. Call by 31 shots, wake up the project block Neighborhood with wood, blast off the D off the hood Bounty hunters with camouflage, green alligators Straight from the Barbados, chewing sweet potatoes Jamaican passport with hand grenades that I bought Welcome to Weapon World Welcome to Weapon World Welcome to Weapon World Welcome to Weapon World. That's right. I have a six-foot gorilla with the skin of an alligator with aluminum. With the aluminum skin of an alligator to a 4.8 pterodactyl. That's a dragon plus. With a twist. Weapon world. Cool, <laughs> <laughs> really crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, if anyone could decipher what he's saying half the time, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Guys from outer space, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. But I guess, like, his his album with Dan the Oddmaker is considered one of the best, so the hipsters like him still. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did that have a resurgence? And, yeah, I think it probably did. Yeah. 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 He never went away, really. But, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, he just got deciphered through this shit when you listen to Cool Keith. For you know, he he, he just raps, and I don't know if he knows what he's saying. Either, right. But uh, it's almost too bad that Rob's not here because Rob loves Cool Keith. I yeah. love him too, man. Yeah. But you just gotta like pick and choose sometimes. Yeah, you yeah. Know? 
It's definitely he does he definitely goes for like the quantity over quality approach. Not that I'm dissing that. Like a lot of good rappers do yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. It's kind of sips. It's kind of some of the stuff we sort of like what we were touching on before though too. Not only with rappers and people selling out and all that shit, but also with the kung fu movies <laughs> in the westerns. Right? It's like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You got some amazing stuff, and then there's a lot of other stuff that just kind of yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, it was great. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool, Keith. All right, well, uh, yeah, so we're coming to the last song of the show, uh, the last recorded song of the show. So what we do at this point is uh, we kind of uh, do a little wrap-up, tell people where they can find this show, where they can find what you guys are doing. And then uh, Adam's going to play a song at the end, uh, like another track, and then we're going to have an Employee of the Month performance. So we'll get to that in a second. But if you want to find our show, um, any of the previous episodes, go to www.witchpolice.com. There's a podcast button at the top uh, menu bar. That'll have all previous 45 episodes uh, with, you know, pictures, names, all the guests, all the stuff, free downloads, streaming. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at WitchPoliceFM. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash WitchPoliceRadio. And we're on UMFM 101.5 in Winnipeg on Monday nights at 11 p.m. And if you're not here, you can stream that on UMFM.com. Oh, go, go, go ahead. I was going to ask, uh, totally unrelated to the plugs, how's the Twitter going now that the uh, NHL season has started Oh, it's great. Actually, yell at people at hockey. It's awesome. <laughs> awesome. I noticed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you get so mad? Like, <laughs> Especially when people... I'm not going to get into it, though. Because yeah. like, I don't want to talk about hockey fights. For, like, yeah, yeah. It would okay. be topical, oh, but it wouldn't yeah, be that topical. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, a come out. Like, you know, people, yeah. Someone hears this three years from now. What the hell? Yeah, three three weeks from now, like fighting's already going to be banned, so it doesn't matter. No, it's not I'm just joking. Three weeks from now, everyone will forget they were complaining, and they're just going to love watching fights again. That's what's going to happen, yeah. Unless yeah. the player pulled a gun out of his pocket pants. <laughs> I think we'd still... Then we'd have to talk about it. <laughs> wow. yeah. This isn't the, is the NFL. Anyway. Yeah, yeah so anyway, so yeah, so that's, uh, you can find me on Twitter yelling at people about hockey and actually providing in, insightful information about this program <laughs> <laughs> and like letting you know who some of the guests are and whatever, so... Uh, and responding to criticism. <laughs> so you can do that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so where can we find uh, Death Wish stuff, Employee of the Month yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's always, like, the mother, the mothership, like, the, the deathwish.com right. always on there. Um, I got my own Facebook, Employee Raps. Facebook.com slash Employee Raps. Twitter, I'm ShakeK47. If you want to, like, download all my shit for free and be an asshole, you can do that. It's on SoundCloud.com slash Employee Raps. But if you want to give me money, you can check it out on iTunes. Can people buy your album? Like, yeah, I, I'm on iTunes, CD Baby, stuff like that. Okay. Oh, it's all on there. And uh, it'll go towards me being less poor. What about for those of us who are, like, afraid of purchasing things online? And only you could download stores? it on SoundCloud. Can I sure. go to physical stores and buy it? Oh, like, which kind of physical stores? Like, like one that has a door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I go to HMV and pick yeah. this thing up? Or you probably go couldn't. Trader? No, yeah. you could go, No, I mean, you could go, like, Warren Music. Warren music awesome, okay, awesome, I'm yeah. definitely a Warren Music awesome. for sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, I don't have an official website anymore. I shut the damn thing down when social media became the thing and it was free. Right. Uh, <laughs> you can Google me, Outlaw Adam Knight. I got a YouTube channel. I got Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter, at Outlaw AK. Um, I, I, too, bitch about everything from, you know, hockey to idiots at the gym to, you know, morons being morons. Um, right. Lots of morons. Lots, <laughs> of, lots of morons need to be told. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they need yeah. to be told. Damn it. Get yeah. out of my damn way. Um, please take a look at my book. It's uh, not a spaghetti western, but it is a lot of fun. It's based in Winnipeg. It's an urban fantasy. It's uh, about a guy who gets caught in situations way over his head, but it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun, action, humor, adventure, a little bit of sexual tension. It's all good, and, you know, we got to get the stuff going. It's called Cowboy Ending. You can pick it up on any re- e-reader device. You can Google that as well. I'll be plugging that all over the place. You can go to the official Facebook page for Overdrive the series, which is uh, the Cowboy and his first book, and that's Facebook.com slash Overdrive series. Okay. 
everything I, everything I got is on there. How do people find out about your wrestling if they want to see uh, see you in action? A- anything they can do. Again, you know, check me out uh, on Facebook is really the best way to do it. I, I spam it all over the extra spam it. I share it. Sure. All over, all yeah, over yeah. the formats like there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can go to official fan pages. Uh, go to Facebook. Hit uh, Out Loud Night. That's me. Okay. I uh, I do nothing but plug. You know, upcoming events. Where to buy my T-shirts? Uh, check out all my other stuff. Absolutely. Um, this is going to air way too late. I got a show on Saturday, October twenty sixth. We're going to show at the Saint Amand Center. I'm going to be in and out of town a lot for the rest of the year. So well, I'll be close to then, but I think it might be yeah. after that. Yeah. 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 Well, before we get to your last song here, I, I'm curious. Do you have any uh, ongoing feuds? <laughs> a few, a few. Um, Is there a beef and and in do you want to say anything to maybe some of your yeah, uh, yeah, your opponents yeah, yeah, yeah. out there? <laughs> Who are you fighting on Saturday? I actually don't even fucking know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday, I don't know. Uh, the, so the, it's not that rehearsed, eh? It's no, just like, dude, man. Like that's you know, awesome. People talk about stuff like that. I, I don't. Very rarely do I know. The, the, you yeah. just fight people. Yeah. I show up. I show up. I kick ass, and yeah. then I get paid, and then yeah. I go home. Yeah. Um, but the place where I get the the biggest feuds, where I know what's going on, usually where it's out of town. Like in right. uh, in Regina, I've got an ongoing feud with a guy named Rex Roberts, who also does like a sort of you know uh, cowboyish sort of thing. Sounds and, like yeah. a pussy, man. Yeah, well, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's he's a hard hitting dude, but the fact remains that he ain't never been nowhere. He ain't never been nowhere except the damn province of Saskatchewan, oh, and I'll well, tell you right now, that's no good. Yeah. It's no good at all, right? So. Yeah. He wants to sit there and kiss his cousins. It's all great. I'm going to go in and, you know, remind him what a real man, a real pro wrestler is all about. The next time I'm out there is sometime in October. I don't remember the date. It's all good. <laughs> it's, awesome. it's, I, 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 don't, I, look, Cash, call me. I got, I got to know when the date is. I don't know. We'll awesome. figure it out. Okay, so you're going to pick one more song and then we're going to have the live performance. So what, what do you got for the live? Me? Yeah. I, I was going to pick something really, uh, really out of the, bleh, really out of character for me. Then I said, screw it. I'm going to keep it easy. I'm going to pick uh, Ghost Riders in the Sky. All right. Great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great song. Totally. You get either the original or actually the, uh, I, I don't want to call it a remix, the remake uh, by uh, Spider-Bait. I think it's actually more high tempo for that sort of stuff. Okay, cool. You know what I'm talking about there? So it's, uh, if you check that out, I, I really dig it. It's also one that, it was also in the, you know, short list of, am I going to change my walkout music? Ah, and then yeah, it was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's yeah. a really good cool. one for that. All right, yeah, we'll go on to that. And then what are you playing, uh, what are you doing in your life? Uh, I'm going to do uh, a song called You Ain't Perfect, which is about... Uh, sample from one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, all-time best, uh, Mr. Perfect. And uh, it's about waking up to girls that you thought were really hot the night before, and then you like you see them in the morning. And you're like, Shit! <laughs> I have never had it. that problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's check this Thanks for tuning in, folks. Yeah, wish please radio. Let's ride.
Story of the Month with Police Radio. Episode Keep It 5000. Yeah. OMG. Girls waking up next to me, not looking so pretty as the night previously. I give you props up on this masquerade last night. I was caught up in this pussy cooling. I'm gonna do some push up, brah. You girls got a push up, brah. This is why I don't like some chicks staying at my place. I can see how your face on my pillowcase. Now I ain't saying leave your house looking like a hobo I need to know if you an ugly hoe though That means I only wanna see you with the vice low So don't stick around if the beer supplies low If your friend looks like an ape Then I might as well pick her Just so you know I ain't finer any liquor Then again I better keep this bitch up at an ape So we head into the bar and do it shots of Jack and Yang no, I ain't staying at your house, so don't get mad if I'm going. Never wanna see a rock silly chick in the morning. After 2 a.m., you better not pursue. Only thing you picking up is good, going drive through. Some you ladies need a good talking to. Like, why the fuck would you get a cherry chest tattoo? Now, I ain't saying this to burn you. But some you ladies need a tempy and curve you. Oh! Let me see if I can word it You're a three dressed up as a nine You ain't perfect Let me see if I can word it You're a three dressed up as a nine You ain't perfect Let me see if I can word it You're a three dressed up as a nine You ain't perfect Let me see if I can word it You're a three dressed up as a nine You ain't perfect yeah. <laughs> right on, man. Thanks. Okay, yeah, so we're gonna get-